Hey, what is going on? Steven here with the new producers. This week I want to talk about four of my favorite books. Um, I love to read. I think it's a great way to unwind and obviously grow your knowledge on certain topics. So um, the first one I want to talk about is The Dip by Seth Godin. Let me grab it here. So the first book we'll be looking at is The Dip by Seth Godin. And the title reads here, a little book that teaches you when to quit and when to stick. Now, the overarching theme with this book is, you know, when you start new ventures, relationships, at the beginning, it's super, super fun, super exciting, and, you know, getting graphics designed, you know, building a website, um, creating business cards, that's really kind of the exciting idea, right? Um, but that's, that's kind of the easy work, you know, when you actually get past all that fun, exciting stuff, you get into, okay, how do I actually make this business work? How do I get this thing off the ground? How am I going to make this thing turn a profit? So let's look at it as if it's a chart. So if the chart is, you know, required effort, you know, when you're starting something, you got new ideas, lots of momentum, and um, it doesn't seem to take as much effort on the front end, right? So, um, you know, it's, it's easier at the front end. And then once you get into the stuff that, you know, is really all about finding clients and really making this thing make sense, that's when you kind of venture into what he's calling is the dip. Everything we do has a dip to it, you know, like new relationships at the start, you know, it's super exciting. You're getting to know that person and you're having an amazing time. And then you find out uh, who they voted for in the last election and then you enter the dip. And that's what we're talking about. That's when the hard work begins. So the book talks about identifying where you're at in the dip. So have you just entered the dip? How long is that dip? Every dip is a different duration. Are you exiting that dip and starting to really build momentum and climb? Um, so it's a super, super awesome book when it comes to starting businesses and um, it's just really encouraging. And also it just gives some insight into, you know, are there some things that I'm doing that I really shouldn't be wasting my time on? And, um, you know, it might be an idea or a business venture that is just kind of flawed from the onset and you might never get out of the dip. And so when to identify that and pull the plug, right? Not all ideas are great and not all ideas are gonna come to fruition. And so sometimes it's best knowing when do I pull the plug here and uh, move on to the next idea. Sometimes the businesses that we start are truly just not good ideas and not good business models and they're kind of doomed from the start. So we need to learn to identify, you know, are we entering into a dip that might never exit from this dip? So. Really cool book. Um, yeah, really enjoyed it. It's a super, you know, it's a, it's a pretty small book, fairly light read. Um, you know, there's some dense concepts in here, but you should be able to, you know, work through it in a, a day or, you know, over a weekend. But I highly recommend this book, especially, you know, if you're, uh, you know, a mix engineer, entrepreneur trying to find more clients. Um, it's just a good thing to have in the arsenal and uh, really good food for thought here, so. So the second book on my list is Zen and the Art of Mixing by Mixer Man. Let me grab it. Here it is. 
do a little bit of Asmar for you. So yeah, great book. It's nice and thick. Oh yeah. I just, man, I just love books. You know, I know everybody's like into having this digital and on their laptops or iPads, but I am just so about a paper copy book and, uh, you know, finding a nice spot in the house that's quiet, grabbing a warm drink and flipping through actual pieces of paper. I don't know. There's something about that that is just so common to me. So, all right. So Zen and the Art of Mixing. So if you're looking to become a mix engineer, this is one book that I would highly recommend. Um, it is super well-rounded and it covers a range of topics here. Just reading through the contents here. Arrangement and focus is one of the uh, sections. Mechanics of a song. Gear, so it talks about monitors. Talks a little bit about dealing with clients. Little bit of mastering and just some mindset stuff when it comes to mixing. So I, I really do like this book. There's one thing in the book that um, I just highly disagree with, and that is when it comes to analog mixing. Um, I actually have an anal analog mixer right behind me, so it's not like you know I'm saying, hey, you know, analog mixing doesn't matter, and uh, I actually haven't done it. So I have an analog mixer. I've totally some mixes analog and I've done them digitally. In the book, he talks about digital summing being broken. And I just think that can be further from the truth. You know, I know many uh, mix engineers that are winning Grammys uh, with digital mixes that are fully in the box. So if digital summing is broken, um, I guess I don't really care. I mean, if a broken, if a broken mix can get you a Grammy, um, so be it, I guess. I, that's the only thing that I came across in the book that I thought was off. Um, you know, I do both. I do analog summing. I also do digital summing. They're just, they're two different beasts. They sound different um, and they both have, I feel, pros and cons. But you can't really disregard one or the other. And you can totally mix at a super high level summing digitally. And you can also mix at a super high level, everybody knows, you know, summing analog you know going out through some hardware and using the hardware to sum your audio down to two tracks so um yeah that was the only thing that i disagreed with but if you're looking to become a mix engineer or you are a mix engineer and you want to you know level up your knowledge and you know kind of learn a bit more about the whole scope and dealing with clients and all that i highly recommend this book um and eric seraphin he's a really nice guy too i've actually met him um, so shout out to Eric. Great book. Really recommend it. Alrighty, so the next book here is, it's called The One Thing. This has probably been one of my favorite books over the last couple years, okay? This book talks all about not trying to be, you know, a jack of all trades, essentially. You know, pick what are the things that you want to be known for? You know, what do you want to be world class at? And really, really hone in on those things and go super deep. It's, it's like this. You could be decent at, you know, four or five things. But are you going to be known for being decent at those things? And are people going to think of you if you're just decent at those things? No, people think of, you know, if they've got a project and they need say a mix engineer or a mastering engineer, you know, they're not even gonna think of you if you're decent at it. If you're great at it, 
and you know a total pro and provide you know top-notch customer service you know they're gonna think of you it's all those things that makes you excellent at what you do so don't go super shallow on you know a bunch of things I know it's hard especially nowadays you know where when you want to make music you feel like you have to be a decent you know tracking engineer mix engineer producer mastering engineer um, and you feel like you've got to get really good at all those things so yeah the one thing that this book hits home is to really focus pick that one thing in your life that you really feel that you know you could be world-class at or it's that one thing that you're just so passionate about pick that one thing and double down and learn everything there is to know about it and become an absolute pro amazing book love this book all right so the final book is the go-giver by bob berg and john david mann this is an excellent book and i feel like a lot of entrepreneurs right now um really kind of align with the theology of this book you know it's all about over delivering and you know not being not being a cheapskate not being stingy with what you give your clients what you give people in your family but really going all out and providing way more value than anybody else does because when you do that um, there's like a law of attraction that happens and people can't help but want to be around you people can't help but want to um, you know endorse you so it's all about over delivering now it talks about the five laws of stratospheric success which I'll, I'll name them out real quick the first one is the law of value your true worth is determined by how much you give in value then you take in payment say it comes to like mix revisions not saying dude I'll you know I'll do your mix and I'll give you one revision and then everything after that is you know 50 bucks a revision and I'm gonna charge you for all your stems you know when you nickel and dime people it really just leaves a bad taste in their mouth and most likely they're not gonna want to hire you again so you know if you're entering into a business transaction with somebody just stick it out even if they're a problematic client you know just stick it out over deliver and uh, even if you don't want to work with them in the future they'll be you know a raving client and will really be kind of like a billboard for you and tell all their friends that you were amazing to work with and uh, that you just provided so much value to them so the other law here is the law of compensation your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them that's so good that's so good that's why you know there's so many people right now that um, you know are creating digital products uh, because they can serve so many more people with them you know when you're doing just completely service-based stuff you know it's tied to your time right and so it's harder to scale when it's a service because you can only be in one place at one time so I think that's why you see so many people right now moving towards digital products it's so much easier to scale and uh, you're making a lot more because you're serving a bigger audience so I totally agree with that so the third one is the law of influence your influence is determined by how abundantly you place people's interest first this one's so good right you know I run into people where they're all about trying to figure out how to leverage what they want you know and that's another thing it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth so one thing you can try is you know if you're entering into a business deal or you know if you're mixing a song for a band really try to put yourself in their shoes and try to figure out what are they trying to get from this and not you know just 
jam down whatever you're trying to do uh, with the transaction. So really try to serve and really try to understand what's the vision here and how can I help them, um, you know, see their vision come to fruition. So the law of authenticity and it reads, the most valuable gift you have to offer is yourself. So I totally get this and I feel there's a lot of people out there that, you know, feel they have to be a certain way to be liked. And so they kind of conform to what they feel success looks like. You know, even on YouTube, I feel some pressure to, you know, talk louder, try to have a bigger personality. And, uh, you know, the truth is, is I have to just be myself and not try to be, you know, like the big YouTube personalities are, you know, people are really going to connect with you when you're truly being you. Have you ever like been out at a party and you can tell there's like a dude that is just trying so hard to impress the people around him and he just, he cares too much. And how does that work out for him? It doesn't work at all. You know, he, he just looks like a try hard um, and he just comes off kind of looking like a loser to, to serve it up straight. So please don't think whoever you are that you need to change, you know, how you talk, how you dress, your personality. Um, so that you'll be better perceived. Just be yourself and uh, people will pick up on that and uh, want to get behind that. So totally agree with that law. Dude, these are some amazing laws here. Go pick this book up. It's meant a ton to me. It's really helped uh, kind of shape my mindset when it comes to uh, dealing with clients and providing value to the people around me. So pick it up. I hope you've enjoyed this. I know this is a bit different format than we typically do here, but uh, I love to read, love to learn. And so I thought maybe some of you guys might feel the same way. So that's it for me this week. Oh, real quick. If you're looking for the gear to get started and making music and not too sure what to get, what to spend your money on, I made a quick gear guide. So you can hit that link down below and it has all the gear that I like to use. So hit the link down below. That's my free gift to you. I hope you find it super helpful. That's it for this week. I hope you have an amazing week. Make lots of great music. Maybe read a book or two and we'll talk to you real soon. All right, cheers. <laughs>